This past week, I picked up a piece I had left to get framed at Megan's Frame Shop on East Wash. It's a poster that I've been hanging up, taking down, rolling up, packing, unpacking, and rehanging for years. I've probably hung it in at least eight different places I've lived. It's a bit battered and scratched up, and there are multiple layers of tape on the back, plus holes from where I've tacked it up. It's this world map behind me, <laughs> titled Our Spaceship Earth, designed by Buckminster Fuller, who was an architect, systems theorist, author, designer, inventor, futurist, and Unitarian. Deciding to finally have this poor, beat up and battered earth framed like the masterpiece it is, was an act of imagination and hope on my part. I want it to survive. I picture it continuing to enjoy pride of place wherever I live in the future. There's a glass art competition show on Netflix that I've been watching, and maybe some of you have too, called Blown Away. And in the most recent season, one of the challenges was to create an artwork that addressed environmental issues while also offering a message of hope. One artist sculpted a forest scene on a plate to draw attention to the deforestation associated with animal agriculture. Another created a scene of thin and precariously balanced glass pieces to demonstrate the fragility of nature. Yet another artist depicted an iceberg on a square of styrofoam wrapped in plastic, nature as commodity. The winning piece was a larger than life dung beetle rolling up a big ball of what appeared to be plastic water bottles. Now, none of these pieces, even the winning one, in my opinion, really attempted to fulfill the hope aspect of the challenge. Even the most imaginative among us can lose sight of hope. I know I can. Both the poem I used earlier for a call to worship and the song that will play during the offering today urge us to believe that another world is possible, that it doesn't have to be like this. And the closing hymn this morning celebrates a fierce unrest, a driving creative force for change, a discontent that leaps from star to star. Though the hymn is based on a poem written in the early 20th century, it reminds me a bit of the Earthseed religion created by Octavia Butler based on the concept that God is change that a number of folks from our congregation are reading about. I want to believe that I can tap into that fierce unrest in order to imagine my way out of the hopeless places. Over the past year, one of the activities that has kept me going is a monthly gathering of a small group of friends with whom I've been discussing a book 
called The Artist's Way, I'm just showing this now, by Julia Cameron, described as a course in discovering and recovering your creative self and inspired by the 12 steps. We get together on Zoom to connect and share our struggles and our insights gained from reading and working through the exercises in each chapter. We're reminded more than anything again and again to write our morning pages every day and take ourselves on artist's dates every week, to commit to our creative selves, and when we lose our path, to recommit. Or as my yoga teachers have said over the years, keep up to be kept up. Joy Harjo writes of an unspeakable need and muscle of belief. To me, this is another way of describing that fierce unrest combined with the muscle memory that comes from choosing to believe that another world is possible, committing and recommitting to hope over and over again after each personal and collective loss. The loss of a loved one, the loss of a country, the loss of a species, the loss of one and multiple ecosystems. I choose to imagine, and perhaps I need to imagine, perhaps my life depends on it. I think civilization depends on that fierce unrest to envision its survival on our beautiful spaceship Earth. It doesn't have to be like this. Another world is possible. Blessed be.